You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, welcome in Garden Report Live. Sorry, it took us a minute. Actually, we were just bullshitting. There was no good reason. Yeah, we're, we're not late. sorry. We literally we're like, should we let these guys in? <laughs> we're warming up. We're warming up. Let him into the club. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's Industry what makes talk. it you know, so entertaining. We warm up a little bit. You know? a little, <laughs> yeah, a little shop talk first, but uh, a, a, an entertaining game. Uh, definitely. Uh, I mean, to a point, it, entertaining in the sense of you got to see two couple of good things that you wanted you to see. You, yeah, you saw things you wanted to see. That's why I was like, it wasn't a competitive game. But no, it was, but it was summer league. I mean, let's put it this way. We're, or I'll speak for myself. I'm a lot, I'm a lot happier with what I saw from some of these guys than I was after game one. I'll, yeah, I mean, I think I think I speak for everybody, but I'll just speak for myself. But I think I speak for everybody. Okay. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Well, that's the thing. Look, <laughs> what did we want to see? I mean, our biggest takeaway last time was, God, man, you you really want to see Neesmith be able to dominate against these guys, and then he dominates tonight. Great. Yep. You want to see the software dominate? You know, let's be apology honest cam to John. John did not want Neesmith to hit any shots. He said it wasn't important. <laughs> but I think we can all agree that it's a lot better when he hits his shots. Five for five from beyond the arc. How, come on, you were you were cheering, John. I didn't see. That's Twitter. not the point. Once again, John did not want to see any shots go down, so he's fuming tonight. <laughs> but say, they were there's dropping. There's a ninety-five percent chance you didn't tweet a single thing about that. Let me our commenters, <laughs> our commenters thought we were mean because we were like, we want more from Neesmith uh, last yeah. game. But you know yeah. what? To the, and to then you get it, though. and we're happy. Okay? Yeah, it's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. But Dennis, if he went 0 for 5, you would have been all over Twitter. Oh, but what's going on, guys? Look, what is no, it? the point was you want to see things come a little easy to him. So I liked – look, the shot is the shot. Like, I believe over time if he is does nothing but stand in a corner and just gets the ball every once in a while and shoots threes, that he'll have an NBA career. But you want to see him be a good player? You want to see him – Get guys off the dribble, look for opportunities, get to spots, you know, be in the right spot, you know, when the, you know, and that was a problem last year. We were joking how many times <laughs> would the ball rotate around and Neesmith would be standing right next to another guy and they'd be like, dude, what are you doing here? You know, like, go. You know, so like, you want to see right. him be in the right place, but you want to see him be assertive. Right. Went to well, the yeah, basket. Because, 
yeah, a couple this times. Is stage. Right. This yeah. is a stage. It's it's different than seeing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown next to you, you know, on one side and yeah. Tatum on the other. So well, that was again the thing with that last year is you know, why were we crying for Neesmith to play? You those games when like Tatum was out or Brown was out and they were down a lineup and you're and then they still wouldn't start him. And like, come on, man. You know, like you really wanted to see him against top level NBA talent play 32 yep. minutes in a game and then and and have the uh coach tell him just go man just pretend you're right. pretend you're in college and you're the best player on the team and just act as if go out and take 18 to 20 shots tonight just go right and, and, right. and let him do that and feel okay not like shoot it and then look over and be like I missed am I coming out you know like and then run run circles play. around <laughs> and, and then go crash into somebody well be in the game and, and not have those blinders on right we used, to, we used to talk about that during the season. Well, look at this yeah. line I mean this this is what a uh, you know, a star player's line looks like, and I know it's summer league. It's it doesn't but translate. That's what but, you're supposed to do. But that's what do. you want exactly. That and and that's what we were seeing guys on other teams over the last couple of days put up these stallions. We were like, this is what we want. Yeah. A guy like Neesmith or a guy like Romeo to do, or maybe even Pritchard to an extent. So like, this is what we're talking about. Like, don't give me this. Oh well, the Celtics, you know, they're going interesting. Like they have defined roles and they want to, you know, sort of mimic what they're going to be doing in the you know regular season. It's like no. I want these guys to go off on some of these opposing players who have no business, you know, sniffing the NBA. You know, prove it, show it, show it that you belong and they don't. And that's yeah. the type of performance you got. And we, it's you know seven of nine from three. Like that's the type of player you thought you were getting when you drafted the quote unquote best shooter in the draft last season. So we great. We, we really like we had massive FOMO after the Celtics game. You watched every other team play, and right. it was like this guy goes off for thirty, and this guy goes off for twenty-eight. And we were like, "Well, and like you know, Bobby, <laughs> well, Mister Positive roles. on the text chain was like, this guy's so much better than Neesmith already.' You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, just shaking your head a little bit. Yeah. I can't wait to hear from him. So, be uh, come on, you're gonna post Romeo Stunk again, man. Without I didn't, I'm just going backwards uh, in time. Without here. at least, without at least mentioning, you have to mention that dunk. I mean, that was Romeo killed someone. How about that? He literally, there was a murder. He might be, he might be going straight to jail. I don't know what the <laughs> what the system's like in Las Vegas over there, but he might be going straight to jail after that. And honestly, that was awesome because we said in the last show, it's like, and even Scal mentioned it to, uh, on the broadcast. They want to see more effort more like energy out of romeo yeah yeah and like him throwing it down like that i mean he he did something that i have you know i haven't seen anything like that from him remember you he, know, had he had a couple blocks last year he had a couple times yeah, a couple big blocks last year and you're like whoa he got up you know who was it he two-hand blocked at the rim really big play i can't remember exactly who it was but everyone's like no okay you right. know like that's a flat you know extended back on this dunk today we yeah. love our See, that's love what our, i liked about it, it was like, yeah we, yeah, we love our analogies. Like Romeo's game tonight was like you went out in golf and you shot a hundred, but you freaking nutted a seven iron from 172 <laughs> yards out on the last hole, like two inches right, right. from the pin. You, you yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And you're right, like, exactly. boom. And that's what that was. It's like that's that what you'll talk about. I was like, I could be that guy if I could if just, I could just do put that. it all together. If I could just put it together, yeah. I could be that guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And you see it, and you're like, oh, that was something. You know, even last game. He dicks around all game, and then he just bang, bang, hits two threes, and we're like, oh, so Romeo right. had the game winner, you know? Well, I feel right. like it was because he wasn't, like, thinking this time, right? He wasn't thinking, overthinking, at least, you know? Like, I feel like last yeah. game we saw some of that, some of that hesitation. 
But then we saw flashes where it was like, okay, it's coming together. And I thought this one, it was just in, in this game, whether it was for, you know the, the five three-pointers or just the overall in transition, being assertive, you know, uh, being involved on the offense, yeah. the way he was, that was the sort of Neesmith that everyone envisioned going into the last season, but it, was, it wasn't realistic. He didn't have this last year. He didn't have a summer league. Or a training camp, so yeah, yeah it's good to see him doing it. Yeah, now. and honestly, that that that's huge for the well, confidence. I, I want the Spanish commentary. If someone could send that to me, please do. That'd be awesome. I'll take. I'll, oh, I want to see that. I'll take that for the whole game. So, um, so we said we start with Schroeder, but we started with the game. That was pretty cool. This isn't this comment <laughs> here. From, this comment here from Dave D is kind of interesting, just because it takes me into a different place. Um, Ime Odoka uh, was there, and he oh, talked. Man. Everyone's huh? gonna feast. Huh. No, I was saying everyone's gonna feast because of Schroeder, but yeah, yeah. The, the two, the two, the graphics go to uh, hand in hand right there, you know. No, but the the thing that Udoka said was um, he's looking for Tatum and Brown to be more playmakers this year, mm -hmm. and while that feels like a rah rah, let's go get them sort of thing, that's a little shot across the bow as far as I'm concerned, which mm -hmm. is like, okay, like. It's a it's a compliment sandwich, you know. It's like they're elite scorers, and we love them, you know. But we want them to be better playmakers because they're so awesome, and and that'll make us a better team, you know. It's a little compliment sandwich of like, right. guys, we got it. We got to get you to get everybody else involved. We want the key. The, the the subtext of we got to be a better passing team is our stars can't hold on to the ball forever you know and really it right. is that's the case you need a you need your point guards to be able to do things and again the schroeder acquisition is huge and we'll get to that in a minute but um the uh uh whatchamacallit uh no what, the, what you don't Tatum and brown have to get their guys yeah. involved for right. sure yeah and, and i think they're already doing that right now just by being in vegas like i, I think that's huge like honestly I, after everything i say about these two and being like this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And I, I wish I had suggested it a couple of months ago. Like they should be there and, you know, and that's something that sends a, a clear, a clear cut message for these guys. Like, I'm look, with you, Dud. But anyway, go it, was ahead. That, uh, it was oh, good yeah. that it was good <laughs> no, that it was good that Grant Williams showed no, up. Just to, sorry. It sent, that, it sent that message. I'm with you. Like, you know, we're, we're all in this together and, and you, I don't mind going out to Vegas for a week to, to kick it with you guys. You know, obviously I've, I've been there, you know, and, and I can sort of show you the ropes here, but also I have your support, you know, starting this thing up from the, from the bottom. I, I think it's a humongous step for those two in terms of uh, what, what they mean to this team and, and showing that leadership early. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, you were going to say, I was going to say, you know, Grant Williams showed up to summer league after all too. I heard that he was in the building. Yo, well, Tatum and Brown pull up. I mean, you have to, right? I just like, does Grant Williams sit there and be like, Oh shit! Like these, a lot of these guys are better than me, and I'm, well, I'm and I'm watching. Sherrod did an interview with him, right? Um, and uh, and uh, and uh, and you know he wrote it up uh, the other day, and you know the the, the Grant says, you know, I didn't go play because I want to be working on my body and stuff like that, and this and that, and then he shows up to hang out. Um, yeah. Okay, I don't get that. <laughs> like he didn't listen. What do you he mean, didn't want to go. This is why he didn't go. I want to go to Vegas to hang, but I view it as a bit of a, a slight to play. You know, I honestly like, think that he had more to lose by playing than he did by not playing. More people would have been did. like, Grant Williams is getting worked by, you know, player X on the other. You know what I mean? Like, there's no point for him to do that. And, and maybe that was the thing behind him not playing. I can, under the, uh... I can understand Grant not playing sort of because I think he is who he is. Like he's honestly like pretty close to his ceiling already where like a guy like Romeo and Neesmith, you're, you're still waiting to, you want them to develop. Definitely. You want them to dominate, you know, like Grant yeah. just is what he is. He's a role player. And I think he'll continue to be like, that's, 
they kind of draft. It's like drafting a third line, you know, fourth line, you know, checking line forward. Like, what do you expect him to be? Like, he's going to go out there. He's going to muck it up. You know, he might do a good thing here and there, but the, the, you know, the expectations are limited. I think Grant being serviceable playing there is like your third or fourth center, uh, you know, being able to play in a small ball lineup when you want to go there as your 10th, 11th guy, fine. Those expectations are small, but like Romeo and Neesmith and Pritchard, you need them to be legit rotation players. And, you know, you want to see them dominate. And like, again, going back to it, Pritchard tonight, Pritchard looked like he was like toying with people. Pritchard looked great. Looks like he's toying with them. And he's not even in shape. And he looks skinny. And he's just like, I'm better than all these guys out here. I saw that in the second half of of the first game. Go ahead, Jim. No, you heard that Schroeder news, and he was like, yo, I'm going to make sure that uh, I don't get bumped too far down the oh, depth chart Oh, that's here. a good call, Jimmy. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. But, he, but yeah. He, he's, I, he, you know what he's impressing me with? with his, his shot is nice. And it wasn't that it wasn't nice in his rookie year, range, but like, he's been it's, practicing. it's getting that nicer. Range. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's getting further and further back, and he's looks, he looks pretty confident out there shooting the ball. And honestly, if he's the type of guy that comes in and just gives you that like sort of quick offense off the bench, like how much did they need that last year? They needed that well, all much- his damn season. Right. Well, how much do they need that that threat? You know, that alone, especially if he can. That's their Patty Mills. Right be consistent there. from back there, but like obviously have that have that range that uh, scares opposing teams and, and just spreads the floor for the rest of your you know rest of your teammates out there. That that'd be huge. I think he's definitely putting an em- emphasis on that this this summer for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, we'll start. We're definitely going to talk more game. We've got. Um, Bobby Manning, uh, we're a little worried about the guy. Little feller's out in Vegas all by his own. It's like his, it's his first. Told us he was his... going to walk to the game. We're like, whoa, 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 wait a second. It's like, it's like I sent my youngest out to, to sleepaway camp yeah. for the first time. I'm like, I'm nervous for him. Yeah. Yeah, we've, <laughs> you know? we've, we've got him on. We all have him on uh, find, my, find My Cell Phone. We're all tracking. I'm nervous. He's called You're me like 10 burning. times today. You know, I sent him a care package. Uh, did you pack his lunch? I did. I did. John's wife is like, he's gonna be fine. You're like, I, I packed know, him like I 10 know. underwear, even though he's only there for five days. You know, <laughs> swimmies in case he wants to go into the, one exactly. of the pools. You know, I want to make sure he's okay, you know. So um, you know, he's out there, he's he's doing his thing. Uh Sherrod's there as well. Uh, we're expecting, I think they're in on the uh, press conferences now. Those guys are talking. And uh, yeah, we did. We did. We lost Bobby already. He's on the roof. He's on the roof somewhere. Yeah. This is uh, this is summer instead of uh, what is it? Um, the Hangover. This is like toss Bobby in that group. Except he's just by himself. No. Um, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so we're hoping we, i mean i can't wait i want i want day by day pictures for bobby too like day one all bright eyed and whatever <laughs> yeah. i want to see what vegas does to him before before it's over he's out he's, there for the full run he's ripping a pack a day by the end like yeah. he's just like <laughs> super negative and like addicted to blackjack just jaded, uh, yeah so um I mean, and, nothing to do any more than three days in vegas so we'll see <laughs> yeah so, most people can't um, Sherrod there too. So as we said, we'll get to, um, we'll get to those guys when they come in and we'll circle back to the game, but let's, let's, let's hit the news of the day. Um, this was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no way to, uh, there's no bad thing about this. Like this we is tried. A, no, this is a huge, <laughs> you know, John went like, through it. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm saying yeah. there's no, like, this is a, this is, 
This, this is, is great. an off-season saving move. Like you just mm-hmm. got a twenty million dollar player for five million dollars. Um, Pretty much, yeah. You really did. You just got – you basically got as good a guy as you could have signed if you jumped into free agency and spent all of your money early mm-hmm. and you got him late with ex- ex- filling the exact position of need um, that you needed more than anything and for nothing. You, for nothing. For one year and for 5.9. And who knows what happens after this. You know, now you've all of a sudden got some interesting things, not only what it does on the court, and I want your guys' take on, like, how the fit – is here um but beyond that now you've got you've got things you can theoretically do can you package marcus now yeah maybe you can can you if you like schroeder and it works out here can you try to re-sign him next season absolutely um you've got you've got you've hedged your bets against everything going to shit next offseason theoretically so there's a couple different things that work but on the court this is phenomenal for what they need. Like you got a baller, and I think people really yeah. do forget. And they talked about it in the broadcast a bit. Like the Lakers were curb stomping people early in the year when they had everybody healthy, including oh, Schroeder, who was Schroeder a was going off, yes. who was a massive upgrade for them. And then yeah. everything went to went to, went to shit for them. But yeah. like that for a while, they looked unbeatable, and Schroeder was a huge yeah. part of that. I love this. I, I yeah, love no, it. You said it all, John. I mean, at the end of the day, he fits that criteria, right? We've been talking about all oh, Tatum and Brown. They need that pass first kind of point guard. Someone like Lonzo Ball, someone who can offer some of that offense as well. I mean, this is this is it. And in terms of the deal, there's nothing here to not like about it. A motivated, but he's a scorer too. He's he's instantly your third scorer, and he knows that. And he knows yeah. how how much he can flourish in here. And what's the first thing he says? And I know it's a PR move to, to say the least, in, in the sense of like you, you know you're supposed to say these type of things, but like. He has so much respect for this organization, and that's genuine. We, we know uh, how Ray John Rondo and his years and, and his heyday, and that sort of the, how that influenced him, and how Dennis Schroeder said that he modeled his game after that. I mean, so he's got that p- bit of that Celtics pride. But man, when's the you know to hear that from someone like Schroeder? I, I think it obviously goes it coincides with the whole rebuilding this culture and, and having that type of attitude. And on top of everything. What do we say we want out of the point guard, right? Out of point guard X, for, that's ideal for this team. He gets it done on the defensive end. He could be an anchor on that defensive end. You put him next to Marcus Smart, are you kidding me? Email Doka coaching these guys, you know, with, with this background. This is this, What's there not to like about this signing? I mean, I, I love it. I think the Celtics, they, they're in a great position right now with, 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 this, with this signing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about it last – I think it was the last show because that was when we talked about the rumor. I think it was the last show. And – the reason why I thought there was some smoke to it is because there just weren't that many teams left that could have signed this guy. And this, that's why I was like, well, the Celtics are appear to be a good a good fit for him because of the players they have, you know, in their starting lineup, you know, Tatum and Brown, um, you know, Smart, obviously, um, you know, go down the line. Um, you know, this guy would be on a prove-it deal on a team that, you know, looks to have some nationally televised games, looks to hopefully make a playoff push. Um you know, all those things. So he could sign with them on, on, a, on a short-term deal and sort of try to build his worth back up. So it's a win-win. I mean, you like to, you like to get a player, like you guys mentioned, that's right around $20 million. Um, I know he might think he's worth more. But they talked about that a lot on the broadcast, so we won't, we won't, <laughs> we won't harp on it. Um, but, you know, you get a player at that value, 5.9, you avoid that, um, you know, that um, taxpayer, what was it, the uh, mid-level of nine-point whatever. And um, 
It's just a great deal. I mean, I, I haven't even right. thought They about didn't it. hard cap themselves yeah. by doing the full, but they did the taxpayer one. So they still have some flexibility. Like this was perfect in a right. million different ways. I right? didn't even think about yet. Like, oh, now that makes, does that make Marcus Smart expendable? I mean, it definitely does. I mean, maybe if, if you think that you can get a pick and to player back or, if, or whatever you want to do, maybe you can do that. But I don't think that was the intention. I mean, I don't I think, think it is either. I just think yeah. it opens up possibilities. It, it, it opens up possibilities, but it, it just makes them so much better because now you have a legit, a legit guard who can facilitate, who is, as Josue mentioned, can play defense. And this guy, when he's when he's on, you know, he he's he's a pest out there. He he's got those long arms. He gets in your face. He gets under guys' skin. I mean, he's he's one of the probably more disliked players in the NBA. Well, he's an asshole. Exactly. But when yeah. he's on your team, that makes it that much better. It was yeah. like the Rondo effect, the Draymond yeah. Green effect. You know what I mean? Like, go down the line. I mean, he's one of those guys. And what we said last year about this team is that they were kind of soft. They didn't really fight punch back. They didn't really have that attitude about them. And I think Schroeder has a little bit of that to him. He doesn't really give a shit. He'll just go out there and, you know, do his thing, play his game. Now, obviously, you, you want that to be, you know, just – when it comes to the opposing team. I don't know how his personality is or if it will clash with other players. I hope it doesn't. I know this for whatever reason, the Celtics team has had, you know, some personality clashing over the last few years. So I don't know how that's going to change things. But as far as a fit standpoint and a, you know, a talent standpoint, like you guys mentioned, I mean, you really couldn't do much better than this. And I, I think it honestly makes them from like a fringe playoff team to like, you know, middle of the pack type team, if you can stay healthy. Back into the five, six seed conversation. Yeah. I, I like this comment from Andrew. Um, you know, the Schroeder, the enforcer, and uh, here from Sebastian. Uh, you know, oh, good. I love this. Like, I, I actually like. We don't have enough. Like, you need guys who get under people's skin. You want, I, you know, I, I, I don't want, you know, shirt exchange. You know me. Like we've talked yeah. about this. I don't want daps and shirt exchanges and all of this stuff. And I, oh, hey, I'll, you know, right. yeah, the, I'll hit the, you the, up after the buddies. game. Yeah, I, I hate right. that. I want, I want to, I want people to hate. Us. I want a guy that has no numbers in his phone book. He talks to nobody. He yes. just, he, he only, he right. only plays basketball. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't no. even get dinner, you know, on the office. Nah, he doesn't even eat. Uh, now this is a basketball. decent comment here from Isaiah. Afraid Schroeder becomes Rozier. There's Rozier in his game. He is a scoring. You're afraid pointer. of that? <laughs> no, meaning like that he he's gonna want to sure. get his. A guy in a prove it year, and now you do have some issues here. If you you got to resign Smart because you got Schroeder and Smart both in contract years fighting for you know relevance and who's going to be the guy and proving it for their next contract that could get messy. Um, a little you know, bit, so but if they start to if they start to press and like do things that is out of what their <laughs> capabilities are, they're not going to improve their worth that way. I mean, the the more that they can yeah. show that they can help teams win the more teams are going to be interested in them as free as free agents. I mean, I think both players have that in them. Like they're a type of player that can help a good team become better. Um, you know, similar, I would, you know, I would say similar level uh, talent level to be completely honest. I mean, we we're talking about, we we're just talking about uh, Marcus smart deal, like just South of 20 million. So, I mean, you're already saying right now that they're right in the same ballpark, assuming that Schroeder accepted that deal when it, when it was offered to him, obviously it wasn't on the table this year, but they're right in the same ballpark, I think, in terms of what their worth is uh, to, yeah. to teams around the NBA. In, in different ways, but absolutely. Yeah. Schroeder yeah. is a guy who's, like I said, he's he's legitimately your third offensive option on this team now. With no doubt about it, um, you know, without Fournier being here, he's as far as guys with their ability to score, you know, I mean, he's not a lights-out shooter by any means, but he's a guy who can score the basketball, as they like in to say. In different ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, different he's ways. aggressive. I mean, yep. you'll take, put it this yeah. way, too. Will you yep. rather take, 
Schroeder on, on this deal or, or Fournier, you know, four years, 80 million, or, you know, go down the line. Or, or even like Alonzo Ball. I mean, I, somebody I think in the comments mentioned, like, obviously they're not the same player, but they're not that far off. And you're getting a guy for, you know, one third of what, what Ball's making, you know, and, and just one year. And like you, like you said, you know, if it's a great match, you know, maybe there's a future for him here in Boston. And, you know, and if not, then, you know, thanks, thanks for playing or whatever. Maybe they can flip him in another sort of trade or some sort of package. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's by design, honestly. I think putting those two together is by design. And it's going to – that competitiveness between the, between the two is going to make for some really good defense for this team. It's going to really establish yeah, some good practices and, and that there's... we've been talking about for weeks. But it'll be interesting at the trade deadline. You know, maybe there... one of them – maybe they get flipped. Well, you know, we'll see which one. I, there, there's a lot of people That'd in the chat crazy. right now. Yeah. A lot of people in the chat right now saying um, he's not great at defense. Look, nobody's no, – when when we're saying he's good at defense, we're not it's saying he's smart. Thing. He's not Marcus Smart. He is – he has enough size – to not get absolutely, pull up his stats. you know, um, he's, he's a, he's a competent defender. He's a pesky defender. Um, you know, it, we're comparing Schroeder to what has Brad had or what has this team had at the point position for all of these years? You're talking about uh, Kemba, Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas. Okay. He's right. miles ahead of those guys in, in terms Way of better. his ability to play defense. He's not smart. Okay, but he is absolutely a guy who can who can who can who can pester guards who's not teeny where he's going to be exploited size wise all of the time. And yeah. between Smart Richardson and who knows if Dunn sticks or not, probably not. But you and Jalen, you can you can lock down the perimeter a lot better than you were able to before. And you know now you have again defensively you can do more things with 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 him out there whether he's starting or or uh, or or coming off the bench. Now the great debate is going to be twenty seven. Um, he's not even that old either. Twenty seven. Yeah, well, also, right I was going to say for, for Schroeder, I feel like it's more of an IQ thing, right? Like his reads, the way he can read an offense. I think that's where his strength lies on the defensive end. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, great debate here. Who starts? Um, in in your mind's eye right now, uh, I can. I think there's arguments for both. I, I have an opinion, but what do you guys think? Who starts? <laughs> I think probably smart at this very moment. Yeah, um, I think it's Marcus's job to lose. Continuity. Who should? Factor. Who should? Who would you start? Like, who do you think will, and who would you start? I see it as honestly like a quarterback battle, like what's going on in New England. Although everyone pretty much knows yeah, Cam is going to get the start, it kind of feels one. like it's going to be like Smart as Cam and Schroeder's like Mac. And like, I bet you Smart starts Game One, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't like say that it's like definitely Smart's job for like the season. You know, depending on how things shake out. I mean, depends. I mean, is I don't know. It's a good question. Obviously, I mean, I, I'm I'm obviously guessing, but I just think for. You'll ruffle a lot less feathers too off the you know, at the very beginning of the season. Um, obviously, that being said, it would be tough to like bench smart in the middle of the year um, or at some point during the season for like whatever reason. But uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I I'm I'm on record as saying the way smart plays sometimes is detrimental to Tatum and Brown. But if they want all these guys like Ime is saying, if they want all these guys to start passing more, and I think also what he said tonight is smart has asked for the role of being the distributor if he truly means that and he truly can you know embrace that role and dish the ball to those guys more then i'd probably give the the slight nod to him uh, i want to see i want to see schroeder with these guys before i just give him the starting job uh yeah uh what Josue, what do you think that's gonna be fun to watch i honestly i think it's i think it's marcus's job to lose 
And, and I think that could happen, honestly. I think Schroeder is that good, especially because what he gives to you on the on, on both ends, especially offensively. Like we've seen Schroeder when he when he gets going, he can. I mean, I'm not going to call him a closer, but he can put put in that fourth quarter work that'll that that'll separate a team. You know, the, that'll create the distance. And you know, to your point, which you which you let off with so so perfectly, might I add, uh, John? That stretch <laughs> of games with the Lakers, man. Like, remember all the, the yeah hangover. Schroeder came in like, oh, I don't know about that. Here we go, guys. Like, I'm you know, I'm here to do this. And it looked like that that was going to be, you know, that's going to carry over to the postseason. Obviously, it didn't injuries and COVID and, and and things stacked up for for the Lakers team as a whole. But I, I mean, was just going to ask that. For what it's worth for, for that championship team, what what he was doing throughout that stretch, it was it was impressive for sure. I was going to ask that. that. Lady Two G stole my thunder. Not enough shooting. Really they tough. Both start. Really tough spacing. They're both meh three point shooters. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't like it. And then you kick, you're kicking Jalen to the three and Tatum to the four. And I really think you want, you want Tatum to be playing three. I honestly think at this point we made fun of it last year, but because Horford is a different style of player, double big does make sense to start with one of these two guys at the guard, Jalen two, Jason three, Horford and and Rob makes the most sense. Um, if you yeah. kept Fournier, you could have gone three wings there theoretically. Uh, if you wanted to, and then just started one of the bigs and bumped another one to the bench. I don't know what you're going to do there because I also don't know what you're going to do for a bench big at this point. Um, because who is your bench big if Robin Horford? Bruno. Bruno. What about what about closing out it's games? It's me, Bruno. I think so you, it is. Your, you'll see Marcus. You know, I, I, Dudley said this earlier, and if he if he wants to take a victory lap over it, I and I said this before the. Sh- I am still not against it. I'm still not against this. I believe that Neesmith should start. That does, however, kick Tatum to three and I mean uh, Jalen to three and Tatum to He's four. Earn that, though. He's but earn I that. just like the shooters. I don't hate that at all. But again, I'd be surprised if they if I that think they're gonna go nine. double. I think they'll go double big. That's the safest lineup. Um <laughs> but your 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 rotations get a little funky. They're gonna What's listen. Up, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna experiment. They're gonna experiment. You know, I mean, they've got all, they've they've got you know all off season to figure out lineup difference, different different lineups to Ennis. work with. Yeah, there's you gonna be Ennis, points where Smart and Schroeder are gonna be in the game together, but it doesn't necessarily mean they need to start. I mean, it could be matchup based too. I, I really yeah. don't. Let's, let's bring in some Sherrod. What What's up, Sherrod? Sherrod, I told you, there's you our power be, forward. You gotta be looking out for Bobby. Where is he? Bobby's in, literally in front of. I can see Bobby. Bobby, let him know Bobby's you're alive. By the light. Bobby's alive. Bobby's alive. My goal was to keep him alive, and I've done my job. You, 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 you keep him in in uh, view. That's good. You exactly. straight from temptation. There you go. Like literally, uh, if I look at my camera right now, who do you see? <laughs> yeah, who's That's that perfect. Group? There he is. He is here. Wow, that's great. So, um, Sherrod uh, just came here. We'd switched over to Schroeder, uh, and we want to get your take on that too. But you guys are at the game, and you have a unique uh, vantage point in there. You're covering the stuff. Uh, you know, we're 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 
you know, slogging through a broadcast here, most of which was spent talking about Schroeder giving up $84 million and really not much on the game. So it was pretty hard. It's pretty hard to follow uh, what was going on. But, um, but you were there. Uh, Neesmith, obviously the story, but anything that, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, Pritchard was great too, but Neesmith, after the kind of grief we gave him last game, Sherrod, about how, hey, man, you got to dominate if you're going to, you know, you're going to do this thing against these sort of guys. And he went in and dominated. He did, and, and it was good to see. We, we know he's always had that ability in him, but, you know, when you come in these type of situations and scenarios, you got to flex. you got to be that guy. And, and he, if we're being honest and real, nobody gave a damn about this game. We're all talking about shooting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really what we're concerned about. And, and, and John, the, the laugh on your face now, that is exactly what we did most of this game, thinking about $84 million that he just kind of pissed away. That was the story, right? Well, we're still trying to get a sense. No of joke, like literally, Max on the broadcast, Abby would ask a question, oh, and Max God. would be like, "84 million dollars." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "She's like, but I'm asking you, know you about Max. Bruno Fernando." He's like, "I know." He's like, just "I just can't, get, can't over get over it." You know, Max is going to no. spend at least a whole first half on that. But you know what, yeah. man? He's going to spend the whole of, season on it. On top of his his jokes and his commentary, man. He was he was pretty funny. He was a good comic relief throughout the night for sure. Max. Good. You need that yeah. this time of year during summer league. You need yeah, that. Yeah, Max crushed it. No, but but no, yeah, that was fun. Schroeder, but- I mean, eighty-four million. It, it's it's just the thing that we're all trying to get a sense of is whether or not this was him pissing away eighty-four million dollars, or did he just get bad advice from his agent? Um, and either way, it's it just doesn't make sense. I mean, and I, I was talking with with someone who was a who was a former. Uh, NBA executive, and he said, think about this. You get to play with LeBron, you get to live in L.A., and you don't have to be the first, second, hell, you don't even need to be the third option, and you're going to get $84 million? And you're like, no, I'm good. I can get more than that. Yeah. (laughs) Bobby, Bobby, you go fishing? (laughs) We're keeping the sun off my face here. I had 30 minutes of exposure earlier, and it was already too much. When I first saw his head, I thought it was like... You in Vegas or uh, the Canadian Rockets? in the arena, my man. Hey, there's, win- there's windows. There's windows in here. Oh, it's too easy. You know, his, he's got the uh, the ice pack underneath no, the real, that hat. The real problem is... Once once you put on a hat, you can't rec- your hair can't recover for the rest of the day. Yeah, so you just gotta keep it on. We didn't send him to cover summer league. I sent I sent Bobby to what about Bob auditions. Um, <laughs> don't don't hassle me. I'm a Dude. local. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we? Dennis Schroeder? I, yeah, we're I moving love on. The move. No, we're still on your fucking hat. That's what we're on. <laughs> That'll be a staple of the whole week. Don't worry. Anyway, uh, Bobby, oh, I tried to talk about the game, but Sherrod went right back to Schroeder. You t- you pick him. I don't care. Yeah, something that stood out to you at, at the Vegas League game there that we that were like, you can bring insight to, or we can just jump on the Schroeder talk and go there. I, well, the, play, the, play, the players got the separation that they needed to today, right? Neesmith just blew it out the door in the first three quarters and could sit down and rest. Pritchard felt similarly dominant, so – 
Huge Plus sigh of relief that those two guys were able to, yeah. I mean, 31 were in the first two and a half quarters. So he just yeah. made quick work of this, hit five threes in like the first quarter and change. And, uh, you know, he was doing some stuff off the dribble, some sidestep stuff out there that uh, he said he'd been working on throughout the uh, offseason just in terms of being able to hit the shots that he didn't last year. You know, he was remembering all the contested, all the difficult ones that he had to take early last year. And, He's been working on those, and it looks like his shot's down. Yeah, that was good. So this is this is the complete reversal of the first game. I hate all of you. All of you. Except for Bobby. I love Bobby. I hate the rest uh, of you. Thanks, Rod. Leave Bobby alone. Leave Bobby alone, man. He brought he bought that hey, he bought People that don't the realize shot Bobby off the airport. <laughs> I didn't What's see that? that one. I was I could tell before John put it up. He couldn't even control his life. Does that say Caesar's the, Palace on it? These are the three keys to my life. Sunglasses, sunscreen, and a hat. That goes all the way around. Yeah, we can tell. Good. Uh, good. That was good stuff. Uh, I love it, Bobby. So uh all right, let's move to it. Uh Schroeder, you guys like it? Of course. Amazing. For the press, I love it. Hell yeah. This is this is such a good move that it almost completely reshapes my vision of the offseason. No, seriously, right? this this is a guy who Agreed. is one of the Agreed. best free agent players, period, coming into this class. The Celtics had no cap space, no flexibility, and you get him on a one-year deal that retains flexibility and is completely cheap. There's no downside to here other than him possibly being unhappy with his role. Keith did tweet out that, uh, you know, he's going to be accepting of a bench role. We'll see how that ultimately plays out in reality because that's the biggest concern right now is whether or not he's going to actually break into the starting lineup. Certainly, Marcus Smart's going to start over him. I'd imagine Josh Richardson will too. But this was, you know, the runner-up for six man of the year two seasons ago in Oklahoma City. So I think that's the perfect role for him. It's the passing boost that they needed. He's not a great shooter, so he doesn't help their backcourt spacing issues that they have right now. But he's a great defender, so he fits with that theme of the team right now. Yeah, agreed. I mean, he's some a, of the comments. I mean, the bottom line is they, they got a good them. player for a way below market value price, and that's what you want. I mean, yeah, it, you went from eighty million to five million. Come yeah, on. we heard that. I just, I just learned that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Bobby, Bobby, no, Bobby, we were joking. We were talking about it the entire broadcast. Bobby, we were joking about it. You guys are there, so you didn't see it. They literally the talked broadcast. about it for the for three quarters oh, of the well, three quarters of it, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, those were our takeaways too. It's you literally. I can't wait till somebody asks somebody asks um him about it. Well, so what was going through your mind when you when you turned down that that eighty three million dollar contract? No one's gonna ask him that. No, oh, that's got John Carras right now. Contract. Talking about. Just happy to be here. Not verbatim, to that effect. Someone's gonna ask. So, Sherrod, Bobby threw it out there. You know, he thinks he definitely comes off the bench. What do you think there? And again, I don't I, think it's. A, I don't think it's a definite thing. At I all. don't either. Yeah. And particularly if you're talking about a guy that you know in Marcus Smart, who has shown the ability to be impactful both as a starter and coming off the bench. Uh, Shooter, yeah, he, he he did well in that six-man role in the previous stop, but this is a different kind of team. Uh, and, and he's in a very different place. He's trying to get paid uh, because he already let that ship go by. <laughs> well, also, I mean, 
What about also, you need, you need offense, and and, yeah. and 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 he provides it more so than Smart does. That's the thing. Is like, yes, Smart's a distributor, um, but like, you just need more. You need more offense in that on in that starting lineup. And Schroeder is right now your third option. And one of the things we did talk, we actually got a ch- chance to talk to Yudoka today. And one of the things that he did say was that Marcus is going to have the ball in his hands more this year, which for some folks is like, no, no, no. But that's exactly what you want, because you know what that means. He's going to be looking to pass more. Uh, That was pretty clear with uh, Udoka's comments that they want Marcus to be more of a facilitator. And if he's got more shooters around, he's going to do that. So there were two comments I thought off of Ime, and you guys tell me your your read, because that was one of them. Um, which was, and each one is like, and again, they, they were, like I said, they were a little compliment sandwichy, which is like, you know, like, but you know, it's spun positively, but it is a bit of a message, which is Marcus will have the ball a lot. And I expect him to be passing that ball, which mm-hmm. is to say, there's not going to be any more 10, three pointers, uh, coming from this guy under my watch. That's, that's how I read that a little bit, which is mm. we want him to have the ball, but then we want him to give the ball to other people. Right, right, right. And, and we and don't want he, him to turn over the ball. Yes. And then the other one was, you know, Jace, Jason and Jalen are elite scorers, but we also want them to be better playmakers. H- mm. Hence, guys, you got to give up the ball when you get it sometimes. Like you got to move the basketball. And I think that's f- with all of those things is – we can't get into these rhythms that you got into last year where it's just iso ball, iso ball, iso ball, rotates over to Marcus and he jacks a three because he's so happy to have it. There's obviously like everyone's got to play. Everyone's got to work to be better facilitators and better playmakers on this team, especially the guys who are going to have the ball the most, most in their hands. Well, remember that was kind of how, you know, those early Brad Stevens teams played. I mean, they kept swinging the ball and they passed up a lot of good shots for great ones. This team doesn't do that anymore. Uh, because they have two elite scorers in Jason and, and Jalen who can get their shot off pretty much whenever they want to. And that's, uh, to me, that's a blessing and a burden for this team because those guys, I think, sometimes prime that pump a little too much. Well, they have the personnel to get the ball moved more a little bit now. And this is what I do like about the shorter move more than anything is he's another guy who just keeps it moving, keeps it popping. And this is a great pass there. They used to call him German Rondo. Remember those days? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you know, Ainge, he got three was into, They were into him when he was when he was coming out. He was a guy who was t- linked to here as a guy who they really yeah. liked. I had eyes on him for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's a good two way guy. At eighty million, you wouldn't have loved him, especially after the postseason he just had. It's just this discount getting here. The three guards that they're gonna have, and you know, Shred doesn't. Shred sees him starting. I don't see him starting. Either way, you're still going to be able to flow these guys in and out of different lineups and have about five, six players when you consider Horford, a little weak from the Jays in that sense, who can move the ball, who can keep it popping, and essentially have ball handlers and creators at every position. The things you're seeing Peyton Pritchard and um, possibly Yam here do as well, uh, It's all it all lends toward being a much better ball movement team next year. And, of course, John, the best of them all, Rob. Williams is what we see him as a ball mover. Every single position on this team, if the Jays commit to it, if they do make this leap that Ema talked about today, are able to move the ball and have this be a pass-heavy team next year, which is the exact opposite of what we watched last year. Um, no doubt about it. The uh, again, as you guys have all said it, and we all agree, franchise. I mean, uh, off-season saving, off-season altering, mm-hmm. outlook altering move. Just in one fell swoop here changes the dynamic of things tremendously for this team where, I mean, 
no joke coming in you know i mean we're talking about them battle in the eighth seed battling play in sort of sort situation and you feel mm-hmm. like a great deal better about this team just for this one move so that was again uh, super huge here uh going back to the game one guy i wanted to hit on we did not hit on yeah we were happy to see what we saw from uh uh neesmith we're happy to see what we saw from uh uh from pritchard but uh romeo i mentioned he's dumb what? Quiet and casual. Another one of those performances. <laughs> I had, had, had a dunk, but again, what did you guys see? You know, it's again, you, you're closer there, closer to the action. Again, it looks like a little bit of coasting, a little bit of, you know, la- that urgency. You know, uh, one play stands out. He had a little drive and a terrible pass out of bounds when he didn't really know where to go with yeah. it. Yeah, that um, was like right out, out, out the gate. Yeah. Had, had a couple of drives where he just kind of, didn't really get by his guy and then either put up a shot awkwardly or just didn't really know, like, you know, and, and it kind of got me questioning again is like, who do we want Romeo? Like, I, I, you know what you want Neesmith to be. I don't know what we want Romeo to be. I, I'm not even sure anymore when I watch him play, like, what do you want him? And that was, I was kind of grilling you a little bit on it, Sherrod last, like everyone's got their roles. Everyone's got their stuff that they got to go out and improve upon. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Romeo is supposed to be. Oh, I, I, th- I think Romeo, he's supposed to be a versatile defender. He's supposed to be a secondary ball handler. So not that he's going to initiate your offense, but if, te- if teams are pressing, he'll bring the ball up and he'll set your offense every now and then. And he's got to make open shots. If he can do those things, then we're good. But the problem is he's not. He's not doing any of those damn things. Uh, right. I, I remember vividly right out the gate where he had that, it was a contested shot in the paint that he, he just missed. And that drive, as you were talking about, John, I mean, the guy was, you know, I believe it was uh, Carson Edwards was wide open in the corner and he's just waiting for the ball. And the ball is like not even close. It just literally just goes straight out of bounds. He's got to be better. Uh, He has to be better for this team, for him, for his own future. Yeah. And then he's got that moment where he just jumps up and frigging yaks it, you know? Right. And that, I think that's what's been great to see that. But I think that's what people are, are like, see, like, that's what we think he's capable of, but we just don't get that when he's on the court. He just kind of floats around. And again, he hit the game winner, you know, in game one. He had the dunk tonight. So there are these flashes of and moments where maybe that and maybe we you, you consider that growth and improvement, but you know, it's it's yet to be done in like a you know, forty eight minute or in this case, forty minute sort of span here. Um, well, so that's what I think they're him from the jump. I know, I mean, he, yeah, he doesn't I do agree. anything consistently. He shows you flashes and flickers of greatness, and then it's just like gone, exactly, it's gone, right? Right, and that, yeah, that's that, the criticism yeah. that that's what people are, are looking for this season is a little bit more consistency, a little bit more. I think the word is maybe like dependability. Like, can this guy give you 20 minutes of solid basketball, like when, when he's out there? And but. Right now, I, I and I, and yeah, John. To your point, I don't know what he is. I don't know what his skill is. It's like almost like Grant Williams esque in a way. Like I don't really know what Grant Williams' skill is. Either. <laughs> what do you do here? Not to, no, not but, to make this about Grant Williams again, but it, it's hard not, not to. Vice right? President not alone. To. Yeah. Jimmy, do not pick on El Vice President Day. Hey. Yeah. No, but for real, like, it's not fine. It would be great to get 20 minutes of a sustained effort, you know, start to finish. And honestly, I actually think he had a couple of games where you did feel like this was a good Romeo game during the regular season last year. 
I'm looking just for it looks again, like a guy, Vegas, this is Vegas league. I'm looking for even a five minute stint where he looks like the best player on the court. Same thing that you wanted for with Neesmith, which right. is, Hey, I was a blue chipper coming in out of high school that, that like was one of the three or four best players in the country. And I got by people and I scored at will and I could get downhill and I could do things. I just want to see a little of that little right. wiggle, little shake, get to the hole, beat a guy, score, be a scorer, do the thing you do. Well, if you can't do it against these guys, you're not certainly not going to do it in the regular season. So again, you just want to see those little stretches where he just looks like one of the better players out there. And you see yeah. It, you're two games in, you haven't seen it. We 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 shit on Neesmith over it. And game two, he looks like the best player on the court. And that's great. That's what you want to see. You want so maybe you get well, John, it. In game here's the worry. Huh? Physically, he looks better. <laughs> in terms of his skill and the things he's doing on the court, he pretty much looks like the player that came into the league two years ago. There isn't a whole lot of improvement. The shot Romeo. looks okay. I thought that yeah, the shot looked okay coming in uh, after they did the, you know with it that they did early on there but every single setback he's had has prevented him from making progress and you can use that as an excuse and say oh he's been injured this and that but it also just minimizes the amount of time that they're going to have here for him to improve before he is a free agent or he just ends up off this team you know I, i've heard that thing thrown around about him over and over again that this is like a fresh start for him to be in hurt so much but in what i'm seeing so far even in the little pockets he's, he's had to improve his game between injuries and COVID and all these different things, there just isn't enough improvement here out of his game. Like the finishing isn't there, the separation on the drives. He's not a knockdown shooter. I think he's an okay shooter, probably capable of shooting like 34, 35% in the league. So like you say, there just isn't anything exceptional here, but he's going to have to really dominate at his defense. And the spurts that we've seen from him at his best have been on the defensive side of the floor. Yep. Um, there's not really a system in place here in summer league to have defensive things stand out. So we're not going to see those kind of things here, but in terms of the wing position on this team, there are minutes to go around and he has a pretty, uh, you know, straightforward track to minutes if he can defend on the perimeter next to the Jays and just move the ball a little bit. There's really not a lot that they need him to do. Knock down the threes, move the ball a little bit, and defend. Like, he doesn't have to go out and score 20 points. I know, but I, I was, I've was i been waiting for that. I guess it's, it just might never come. I'm waiting for that little intermediate I don't think game, it's there. You know? And like I said, is this is a guy who was a scorer. He scored from a lot of different places on the court. And it's just strange to not to see him not do in this it. environment. Uh, yeah, if you get some ball time, yeah. if you get some in this shots, environment like here in summer league, yeah, that's true. You know, so again, you know, when you talk about you know, uh, you know, uh, directives from up above, what you want these guys to do, you know, uh, handle the ball a little bit, distribute, you know, knock down a shot. I want to see him just be a little bit more assertive and aggressive. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and like I said, do a little bit and somebody just made this, made this point. I think, like I said, faults, faults would be current faults is actually, I think Romeo's ceiling and that might be asking a lot, but like a guy, you're not expecting to do much, but to be able to maybe knock down some mid range, but to be able to get to his spots, Markel faults, number one skill was this, like he could get where he wanted to go. That's kind of what you thought Romeo I was. To a, I, think to Foltz, a, I think Foltz yeah. is a special passer from what I've seen of him in Orlando. But his greatest so offensive skill was he could maneuver his way 
anywhere yeah. on the court and get get shots off. He's very good at getting to places on the court. He's you know he's really good at creating you know his shot that way. I would think that that would be the best we could hope for from Romeo. So I'd like to see a little of that. That's all. That's that. well. If he puts the ball on the floor, that'd be one thing. I mean, I think what he has potential in is the way he's able to turn the corner the way he does. But if you're not putting that in that three point three and D kind of role, where do you fall here? That's you know, I think what I see, Joe. Yeah, I think the the defense is what, what is is how he separates himself from the pack here. You know, if he can be someone that they can rely on for consistent stops, then maybe he get you 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 do with you know what you get on the offensive end, which is in transition not so bad, which we saw in that that dunk. I'm surprised you guys didn't leave with that. You guys saw that dunk live, you know. Uh, that's the kind Good of pass, Fernando. That's the kind of aggressive finish at the rim. I don't care who's in front of me. I'm putting the ball to the rim. Like that's but, the attitude I've never seen from Romeo until today. So at least that's. Just, we saw about. all that other stuff. <laughs> we saw it all. So yeah, that was the one thing that like, right. That was, that was, was one great pure positive I mean, thing to me. One of the better dunks you're going to see all season, but we had to see all that other stuff too. Yeah, yeah. you you can't unsee the it rest. Was coasting. You said you said it, John. Coasting. Just is yeah. is he out there? Is he is he fully committed to this whole summer league thing? That front whole that happened right before halftime, right? The whole first quarter, the whole second quarter, he was just kind of out there, you know, that drive to the lane, toss the turnover, missed the layup inside. It wasn't really too much to pull from, and and then nothing in the second half on this roster. Yeah, Pritchard, you think he's straight from the Vegas strip, Bobby. You think that's what's going on here? What's going on? I haven't been here long enough to report on that, but we'll keep an eye out. Uh, people in the chat are uh, anxiously asking us to talk a little bit about Bruno Fernando. Uh, first impressions here, guys. And again, this is this is your theoretically your Mo Brown replacement. Um, you know, so uh, you Who know, said that? Bobby said that. I, I was a little annoyed about the Mo Brown thing. I still kind of, sort of am. But there are some defenders on Twitter who are like, "Fernando's better, dudes." So I don't know. You tell me, Izzy. I like his ability to put it on the floor. Uh, he did that a couple times here, had the and ones that basically made up his scoring there. He had the pass to Romeo on that dunk. So there is some high post dribbling potential and passing here on the offensive end of the floor. Defensively, though, he was getting hammered. You know, guys were getting to him at the rim. Guys are scoring over the top of him. He's 6'9", and it shows, like, you know, that he doesn't really have that rim protection potential there that a taller guy would or a guy with more length would. So I see why... He didn't play a ton in Atlanta. The defensive concerns are real with him, I think. He fouled a lot. But on the offensive side of the floor, he looks solid. You know, great finishing, great energy. That's what he talked about after the game is just being an energy big man. So the, here, here's your Mo Brown. I don't see a huge difference. Without, so in, other without, words, so in other words, he's like ready for the, he's ready for the big three. With, put it this way. <laughs> Sherrod's wearing a mask seated on on a on a on a video chat link, and I by his body language alone, I can tell he's <laughs> not at all in on Bruno <laughs> Fernando. <Yeah>. Listen, I, <laughs> again, what Bobby touched on what really just kind of just got me completely off that train, and that's guys are just bouncing off of him with no resistance. I mean he I get it. He's not a rim protector, but damn, can you be like a rim slow to man in front of you down a little bit? I mean, it was as if he was just like like air, and they were just walking through air. I, you, I can't get down with that. I can't roll with that. I, I can't. I love what he did on the offensive end of the floor. He's got a great touch, and as Bobby pointed out, his ability to put it on the floor is a really nice dimension that, I, frankly, the Celtics could definitely use. But the defense, 
excuse me, the defense. Because the defense was bad. Really so bad. why is he? Why is he here? Because I, I I thought of two reasons he could possibly be here. One is, oh geez, we might need this guy, so he's got to get some reps in. Or uh, we're maybe not thinking about keeping this guy. Let's see if he can show us something to convince us that he is staying here. Because someone does have to go now that uh, Dennis Schroeder's coming out on the roster. They have 16 yeah. players and there's only 15 spots. So is this kind of his last chance to show that he's going to be part of this roster here? Or is he a lock and a guy like Parker is going to be handing out because of the non-guaranteed money? I don't like either one of those cards that you just put on the table, to be honest. Uh, and, and I'm a big Parker fan because Parker has yeah, a skill Parker. that is consistently transferable. Like when we right. talk about Bruno, Bruno's a pretty good score. He showed he can do some things, but he ain't a score like like Parker. Not even not even close. He right, doesn't yeah. get Parker. Parker. I, I, I could see Parker making, defensively. Making. They're pretty damn equal, which is not that is not a compliment. That is yeah. Still not yeah, I would have liked to have seen him do more on the boards here because his part 36 rebounding numbers in Atlanta were pretty good. And there he, comes Bobby. Like, he can, he can <laughs> play with the two game sample. Well, this, this, this is this is the real 36. <laughs> there was a two game stretch right around the all star break where he was <laughs> yeah. when the Celtics when started the season playing? eight and three. Right. So maybe you pull out these Moses Brown stats. We can do that if you want, buddy. Yeah. We could talk about the three-week stretch Moses had. Yeah. We um, talk Moses about the 2020 piece that he put on the Celtics almost by halftime. I know. I know, Sherrod, but it goes beyond that. Like, you know, I'm trying to tell these Celtics fans. I, I know. He, he, had, he had a stretch where he was – you could say, statistically speaking, he was one of the top three or four bigs in the game tell for, him, like, a couple-week stretch. Now, is he that good? No. But he played at that level. Way like it. Yeah. It wasn't Lynn Sanity, but you know, no, it was he no. went, he erupted. He erupted a bit no. for, for, it, for a few weeks. If, and if at you're talking one, you did have some more rim potential with him, rim protection potential with him at that size. Yeah. Yeah. I like the guy with the twenty rebound potential oh, though. You know, who's like more important more, to them? A guy like a guy like Bruno or, or Yam? Because I feel like Yam might might be back overseas now after the Schroeder signing. Yam's yeah, 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 I'm definitely not sticking around for yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, Yom, had, Yom had one glorious day uh, <laughs> yeah. as, as a Celtic, and that was last <laughs> and, and we like, so get Schroeder on the phone. <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny you say that because he led with the whole, like, it's a dream come true to be here, and that was it. That was it. We're like, okay, thank That's his last okay. big, big day. Yeah, He'll exactly. be back next summer league. Yeah. I'd love to see him on the two-way spot, but it doesn't feel like that's going to happen. No chance. You know, right before tip off, like, you heard about this. Like, no, nah, he's got to go. He's got to hit the weights a little bit. Yeah, come on back. Get a little he's bit bigger. Him. It's not bad for him. Look, why? Why were we? Why were we enamored with? Uh, with? Uh, with? You know, with Yam? It's the great unknown. What if? Oh my God! You, say, right. you know. Oh my God! What if he's awesome? You know, haven't seen the guy. Right. right. He's the professional. Right. So you got to look. It was. It was nice showed you a flash maybe that he can be somebody who can contribute to the team at some point or another, but it's hardly a need. You know, you're so desperate for something that I think people were like, what if this guy's amazing? Right. Okay. You're just reaching. Now. Reaching. Yes. You're reaching. Yeah. It, it's better, way better for him to, 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 to totally. take a year and develop. Uh, and it's great now that you don't have to think about possibly needing him to contribute to this and team. And possibly losing yeah. him. Cause what are you going to do? Like, you know, really, you know, all of a sudden you need a, uh... Or you know, <laughs> a player like 
you know, superstar comes available, and you want you know, you're gonna get rid of them, or you get a drop, you gotta find a roster spot. I like this one. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Did that on purpose, right? The way they were saying his name. Yeah, that's good. That's no, it's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, that Michelle. <laughs> nah, no, we're not. The gold medal we're not gonna go team? there yet. We're they were saying his name like that, weren't they? <laughs> no, no. I think I think this guy. They're just having fun with. Uh, no, the Yam and the, I, I don't know. I thought it was a triple entendre. No, no. Hey, no. well, guess guess what today's move signifies? Wick is paying tax this year. Six oh no! Million. Poor guy. <laughs> we start the GoFundMe now. Yep. He is. Send he the is link out. The, <laughs> he is. We said we wouldn't do it. The money's flying everywhere now on Causeway Street. We're gonna start it. GoFundMe, okay? Well, what 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 about Dunn? I mean, they still have a chance to unload some of these guys here. I mean, yeah, I think if, that's if, still if, if they I'm are trying happen. to find a way to create a roster spot or to get further below the tax or whatever you want to call it, I mean, some of these guys are certainly certainly expendable. Yeah, you can stretch a guy now too, like six hundred thousand this year. That might be how you get rid of a guy like Edwards or Fernando if you do want to keep a Parker in town. Because, you know, right, I do kind of like the scoring that Parker gives you in certain spots. He can play the five a little bit. I wouldn't mind sticking with it. It's just the easiest top also, load because he's not guaranteed. Also, a, a real off season again for him, you don't know. Like, I mean, there's a possibility right. that he's coming, I hope he's, he's in coming. Boston working out right now. Right. Like, I mean, he wasn't close to game shape. It was a total lost season with injuries and all of that stuff. I mean, he and he, I mean, he didn't play very well in the playoffs. He didn't look close to NBA ready. So you do want to see, sure, he's banged up. He's had double knee surgeries. He's not the athlete that he was. He'll never be a good defender. But Sherrod points it out all the time. The number one thing, the most important skill in the NBA that you that you need that's at a premium, and when you have it, you want to hold on to it, is scoring, and he can score. And so if he's even a, a fraction of what he can be or what he could be, um, after a full off season of work, it's still an asset that might be worth hanging on to on a, on a, and again, an offensively deficient team. You know, this is a team that really does need to find ways to, to score the basketball. And if, if he can contribute at all on that bench unit, you want to find a way to keep him. I think so. I'm, I'm not as quick to, to, to dump Jabari just cause you know, uh, you know, just cause, defend. Just cause right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like well, it's again, not everybody's perfect. That's why they're bench guys. That's why they get paid. That's why they're laying around and you grab them free. Like they have particular skills. Cantor has a particular skill. It can be useful at times. If you rely on him 30 minutes a night as your starting center, you're going to get eaten alive. But Parker, again, 12, 15 minutes a night as a bench scorer, that's a, that can, that can help you. So I, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down with uh, Jabari. If, if, like if he gets his body right. Yeah. Yeah, it's Parker, Parker or Bruna, because you do essentially have six centers right now, right? If you have Grant in that group. So one of those guys is going to have to go here. I think Dunn sticks around. His salary is a little high, and I do kind of think they want to see what he has in this game after two years off here. He's a good defender. Obviously, was a guy they liked in the draft. I think he'll be sticking around. Yeah. Um, the uh, For some reason, Markinen's name came up. Uh, which doesn't seem like there's a world in which the Celtics could ever possibly go there. But, you know, why is that being talked about? How, yeah. uh, Manic shot that down pretty quickly. Shot I it think. down pretty quickly, yeah. But how? Did, how? why is that being talked about? Because he's available. And he's a really good, and he's a really good shooter. He's one of the best seven-foot shooters ever. Uh, so it's enticing, but it ever. Doesn't, doesn't seem realistic. Statistically speaking, yes. 
a short doesn't list, seem, but doesn't I mean, seem yeah. realistic. It's like five guys. <laughs> he had a good year last year. He just slightly better than Manute Bolt. It's like Dirk, Kelly, marketing. But was there a report yeah. that tied the Celtics to it? I totally missed it. It seems like a pipe dream. It it does. But I, and again, I, I just think the Celtics have lots of areas that they obviously need to fortify and strengthen. And he could certainly give them that seven foot stretch big, kind of like uh, Bobby's guy who. He's still out there. I, I oh. was just, I was just opening that door for Bobby to just run in and say, "Your guy, Luke." I got you again. What's his market looking like? I can't. I haven't heard any uh, noise. Right, small, really small. What's his market no, looking Bobby like? Knows. He just doesn't want to say. Looking like Quickie <laughs> Mart is what true. his market's looking like. All right. So what if you if you could <laughs> if, if you could orchestrate a trade that 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 sent out Marcus. A pick and like whatever. Um, we're going to trade Marcus again for no. for for, Mar- for marketing. <laughs> would you cons- would you consider it? Damn it! Ooh, ooh! No way! You have your wings. No way! Marcus is okay. a Celtic. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> no, no seriously. Bobby, Why would you me. not? Why would you not? Uh... I think there's a number of different reasons. I think marketing would have to get on pretty high salary at that point on three years if you're going to do a sign-and-trade, which I don't think is what you want to do with that kind of money and flexibility going forward that way. And I, if I just was looking at who I want to be here, marketing for three years or smart for this extension that we were talking about, it's smart because of the ball moving, the defense, the different things he brings to the table. Like, I, you know, marketing's okay. seven-footer who can shoot, man. I don't know. Are you sure about gone, that? Yeah, why hasn't he gotten an offer sheet? That's a reason. Yeah, streaky, right? He's last very season, streaky. after what we saw last year, and then plus the, the injury history and all that, like I don't know, it's a risk. It's risky. It's a risky, but sometimes the biggest risk is not taking one. Joseph. Oh, Jimmy, that's okay. so not in your lane. Don't do that ever. Write again. that you down. Got, you got that fortune cookie last week. Or something? Write that down, dude. Stayed with you. Jeez. <laughs> Why did I read that exact? What What did I read that exact? in today I... jimmy <laughs> let us know because obviously that's probably something i wrote probably something i wrote that you came across oh jimmy you wrote <laughs> that was an old one from jimmy. bobby makes Throw a good back. point though it's like this guy's out here this guy's just available um and i i would I, I do think like you know giving this guy a three-year deal just sort of on a whim seems like kind of a it's a value aggressive thing. move it's, yeah. it's exactly what we talked about with Schroeder. If Markinen wants to come on the biannual exception or whatever's left here, great. If not, if he wants 15 to 20 million for three years and a sign and trade, it's probably not going to happen here. You know, beyond all the issues that it would take to make that work under the hard cap and everything else. I, it's Joe tricky. right. The yeah. injuries, the inconsistency, and just his fit on this roster to me is up in the air. And I think you need ball moving guards and defense a lot more than you need a stretch for right now. Well, what are his options though? He takes he, he returns for a year and hopes for for a bigger deal next year. I, I think, think that's his best of, play. That's his point. best play at this point. Yeah, especially <laughs> with, with the, the team that he's on right now. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah I mean that team should be better. They should be a playoff right. team, man. And if he does what he's supposed to do and ball out in the postseason, yeah. he's gonna get paid. Lonzo so took too, right? Yeah. Just just make sure that if someone puts eighty four million dollars on the table, you don't say, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah, Lonzo took his money. Damn, Lonzo took his lunch money. Damn. 
He you know did. What? Lonzo, Lonzo took his lunch money. There's nothing left for Laurie. Yeah, the fans need to put that into the rivalry, okay? This is another chapter here. Celtics-Lakers rivalry. This Again. Part, the, the, the Instagram post, all that. The Celtics pride. He's like, you know what? F the Lakers. And he's, he's going to bring that energy all year long while yeah. everyone's going to have the Lakers under a microscope. It's yeah. crazy. I, I, like, I like that. I like the proven nature that of this some... deal. He's going to have to play good to get a – huge deal that he wants now like i just think there's so many good things about this move beyond the fact that it filled a need that they didn't address up to that point uh, you know backup passing ball moving guard uh that you yeah. thought maybe patty mills would be some of these other guards out there like tj mcconnell he can do it just at the high level like those guys are able to as well and ultimately he ended up going for the same price as mills and less than mcconnell which we never yeah. would have imagined mcconnell yeah. what did mcconnell get double yeah. Something crazy like that? Yeah. He was about 13, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Marcus Smart money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was Marcus money. We thought that maybe the Celtics <laughs> could get McConnell on the cheap, but man, we, we read that one wrong. We don't get we bird rights on the cheap. That's even we don't have, Do we have bird rights on Schroeder? No. No. We do not, right? Yeah. Nope. I'm not sure. No, no. you got to have a guy for three years. <laughs> you just got him. No, well, you just got Fournier and we had bird rights. Through a trade, you can't do it on a free agent signing. Yeah, he was in Orlando his whole career. Yeah, bird, yep. bird rights move in a trade with a player. Not yeah, right, a right, 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 right. They came over in the trade. Um, so that's it on that one. Um, so it is we're we're past an hour. Some people I see just joining the stream and saying, like, oh crap, I'm late. You can always re-watch it, of course. Um, start to finish here is a fun show. Um, talked about the game, talked about uh uh, Schroeder talked about, about Bob, Bob, Bobby's hat. Um, 84 million. 84 Bob, million. Bob, Bobby's, re Bobby's ready for the clubs tonight. He's going, he's got some. I'm wearing it tomorrow. Yeah, the comments aren't going to stop me. Well, you have to no. wear it. You have to own it now. Yeah, you can't forget not about it. it. Freaking oh, yeah. uh, I think we're past the ownership stage of this process, Jimmy. <laughs> you own it. You're the only person who could own it. <laughs> CLNS is going to have their credentials revoked after this. <laughs> Just wow. for that hat. Like I like it. <laughs> no, I love uh, it. I did, we got we're in Vegas. We got Hunter Thompson vibes right there, Bobby. You you friggin' yep. go do it. Uh and you crush it. This uh, is all about having a comfortable work environment. Yeah. <laughs> day yep. one, day one of Vegas. Bobby is there. <laughs> day, Bobby's trying to have a comfortable work environment. We're creating a hostile one. Bobby, promise you will not try to walk back to your place. Like Bobby's you. my guy. That's my guy. But damn, comfortable working environment, Bobby. Bobby, you, you, you can't you can't walk you can't rock walk around Vegas. You gotta you gotta Uber a cab everywhere, man. So just remember that. All right, John. I'll charge you. High stakes. Give me high stakes. Yeah, that was that was the worst. Like, send me the receipts. Brother. Send me the receipts. Hey, let's put let's put what's, brother advice right there. Let, let's put Bobby's Venmo up on the uh, on the screen, and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll hopefully the fans can right, Jimmy. Get send him some cab money. money. <laughs> yeah, uh, or the Patreon that works too. Or yeah. the Patreon, yeah. Support support Bobby. Yep. Um, so uh, just so everybody knows, we're here uh, all week. Sherrod and uh, Bobby are taking in all the games all week long. What, when's our next game? Thursday. Thursday. Against the Magic. Lots of good young players on the Magic. Thursday Magic. I'm going to be off. I'm. Uh, we got a Patriots game that night as well. I'll be hosting a Patriots um, show. Oh. Post game Ooh, show over on our back. Patriots channel. Preseason uh, game one. Preseason game one. Team. Yep. 
Um, so I'll be uh, I'll be hanging out with Evan Lazar, possibly some other people there um, doing Pat's content. But the guys will be back here in some form. The laser. Uh, or another doing a, another Celtics show, which would be great. Um, but again, uh, I was like, let's go. Fox, bro, you know the vibes. He, I he love it. I'm, I'm going down there. I'm going down. Oh, yeah. Going He's down. Going. going down to Fox, bro. He's going. Um, that's fun, man. It's gotta gotta fans get again. It's kind of... Oh, man. I can imagine. After, after last year, you know. Yeah, I went a couple. I went. I covered a couple games last year. It was, it was so weird uh, in that huge stadium. Oh, oh it was weird, man. I bet. Yeah, I, even more so than the basketball. I thought, but anyway. Um, but yeah, like I said, follow Sherrod's coverage. Um, you know, Sherrod, you want to give yourself any plugs here? Any stuff you have coming up here? Uh, nothing specific. I got a, a Russell Westbrook story coming out very soon. It may be out already today. Uh, just about Russell, that ego, and is that going to work in La La Land? Very nice. No spoilers. I'm going to read it. No and find spoilers. Out what That's why it was phrased as a question and not an answer. <laughs> That's it. Um, he also wrote something very recently on Grant Williams with a one-on-one. You want to check that out as well. Uh, Bobby's going to have stuff uh, over on CLNS Media, so make sure you check that out also. Uh, in addition to uh, off-day reports tomorrow um with the team and they'll be practicing other things Ton of, tons of games tons of action so there'll be a lot of coverage coming out of vegas so make sure you check out clnsmedia.com subscribe to our youtube channels if you haven't already for all that good stuff uh we'll be back on thursday as we said with a with a post game show other than that guys anything we have, left we have any sponsors that we need to plug right now Yes and no. Uh, we've got our own, we've got our own ways here, but you you know Just making sure I don't want to make sure that no the no, guys no. Get paid. the guys they, 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 know, they know what they're doing they know I see what, what they're you doing. did there, Jimmy I see what you did there dude I just want to make sure that check I that check I got you yeah <laughs> you saved us in the past that reminds me of the days on the on the park eh? Jimmy would say that right before we're about to go on all right three all right. hey you got any sponsors guys like, oh shoot yeah right, right. <laughs> looking into my crystal ball Thursday Thursday is gonna be. It's all. It's going to be all about Mac Jones and Romeo. It's going to be Romeo's day. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's see we're going to go. Up, and I yeah. won't be there for it. if Romeo is a big game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do both shows. I wonder I'm who will like, dominate. Who will dominate the headlines in Boston? Will it be Romeo or Mac Jones? It's <laughs> a good I think question. John likes his chances on that one. That's why he put it up there. He's like, yeah. If he has a good game, I'll have on there. He's like, no I am. I'll, I'll. I'll do a guest spot if he has a good one. I think uh, the question should be who's gonna. Be, who's gonna get more crap? Mac Jones or Romeo? That's yeah. really the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, Mac like I said, uh, subscribe. Check out the replay if you're late to the stream. Um, and as I said we had a we had a fun show. Uh, Sherrod and uh, Bobby have lots more work to do down in Vegas, so we will let oh, them go. Seven Thanks. over there. You guys yeah. are chilling. Oh wow! Got a lot to do. Oh, right, you got dinner plans. Sherrod's like, let's go, let's go, let's get out of here. I am hungry. It's been a long <laughs> one. All right, do your thing, guys. Thank, thanks for hopping on. Thanks to Jimmy. Thanks to Joe Sway. Thanks to all of you guys joining the chat as always and hanging out with us. It's summer league. We got a full house here. It's fun. We got the people back. We got the band back together. We're having a lot of fun doing it. So uh, we'll be back again. Uh, Thank you, everybody. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see you on.